You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the AIB Ireland PMI manufacturing and service industries for May. I'm Stuart Banks from AIB Treasury. As usual, I'm joined today by Oliver Mangan, AIB's Chief Economist. Ollie, leading off with the manufacturing side, in May we had a reading of 56.4 compared with a slightly higher reading in April of 59.1. What is this telling us about the sector? Well, as you know, anything above 50 is signifying growth and anything up around the mid-50s is signaling solid uh, to strong growth. You are right, it's moderated from levels of around 60 in recent months, um, which was signaling very, very strong growth in the sector. So what we've seen is continued strong growth in output in the sector, but not at the same pace as we've seen in, in uh, recent, previous months. Uh, so there's been some loss of growth momentum. Now, that's consistent with what we're seeing in other economies. If you look to the Eurozone, the UK, uh, the Irish index for May is broadly on a par with that. And those countries have also seen a slowing the pace of growth in recent months. Now, that is put down by respondents of the survey to, um, I suppose, higher inflation, rising prices, uh, weighing on demand, which is not that surprising. Uh, so what we've seen uh, in terms of the slower growth, it's been driven, I suppose, by a fall off in the pace of growth in new orders. So that's translating into slower growth and output. And then I suppose, the, the impacts of that are uh, something we've seen, you know, very severe capacity constraints in the sector in recent months. There was some easing and backlogs for the first time in the year. In other words, working through the orders that are there in the books. Uh, and also uh, for the first time in, again, going back many, many months, the fall in inventories in May was very, very slight. So what manufacturers were seeing uh, up till May was very strong demand, uh, increasing order backlogs, depletion of inventories. So the situations begin to stabilize in terms of backlogs and inventories, but still good growth and output back to still not as high as I say in the early months of the year, but still strong growth. Now, uh, I suppose what marked out was despite that, you know, some easing the pace of growth, there was a very strong increase in, in output. I'd say there's a lot of capacity, or sorry, a very strong increase in employment. So, you know, there's still pressures on the workforce there. Uh, so despite some slowing in orders, employment rose quite rapidly the, the other thing is it didn't really uh, translate into any easing of upper pressures uh, price pressures in the sector there was still very strong increases in input prices very strong increases in output prices so inflationary pressures remain you know pretty strong within the sector and uh looking at the out, up, you know the outlook for 12 months down the road you know since the invasion of ukraine go back into february march there's been a noticeable drop in terms of sentiment, in terms of the, the likely level of activity in 12 months' time. And that remained the case in May. Now, it hasn't collapsed, but it's off its highs we saw right through the winter. And then it fell back somewhat uh, following the Russian invasion and has remained around those levels in recent months, including in May. Okay, and turning to the services side, Ollie, May's reading was 60.2, again, slightly behind the 61.7 figure report in April. Can you expand a little on this? Well, I suppose the striking thing about May is that the figure is it was down slightly from 61.7 to 60.2, but that's the fourth month in a row we've seen the index above uh, 60. And that's consistent with, you know, buoyant levels of activity in the sector. As opposed to manufacturing, which wasn't as hard hit by uh, lockdown restrictions, the services sector was. And particularly, you know, one sector covered this is, is transport, tourism and leisure very badly impacted. So what we're seeing is a continued release of pent-up demand 
you know, that this demand accumulated over 2021. 20 we can think of travel, in particular holidays, hotels, etc. There's still that is still unwinding. So you know that that is reflected in still very strong growth in the sector, uh, as we see the release of that pent up demand. Uh, it's the Irish industry is actually I mentioned earlier on. You know, we're on a parallel manufacturing side with the UK and the eurozone. Our services sector, though, the pace of growth is well ahead of that in the UK and in the Eurozone, particularly the UK, there's been a marked slowing of activity in the UK and there's a lot of concerns about the UK economy maybe facing stagnation. That is not the case here where, you know, overall economic activity continues to grow strongly and that's very much reflected in in, in this survey. And I suppose what's encouraging is another very strong rise in new business, you know, new orders. Overall, you know, a very strong survey report. The strongest sector, not surprisingly, is that transport, tourism and leisure. I mean, it was the most badly impacted by the lockdowns. So very strong growth in that sector. Uh, we can see the pickup on travel, pickup on tourism, pick up in the hotel sector, pick up in the restaurant sector. Uh, and not surprisingly, you know, continuing severe pressure, inflationary pressures in the sector, further strong increases reported in prices, particularly in terms of fuel and wage costs. Uh, and also the, the the level of prices charged increased at the second fastest pace in the 21-year history of the survey. In terms of the future activity index, again, as the manufacturing side, that fell back a bit uh, following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And we have firm citing concerns around inflation, concerns around the economic outlook, weighing on sentiments somewhat, you know, uh, and that remained the case in May. Despite the, the current levels of very, very buoyant activity, there is a bit of caution there in terms of, what business might be, business may be facing 12 months down the road. Okay, and Ollie, we're almost halfway through the year. Um, the PMIs as a whole, what, what have they shown us for 2022 and what can we expect moving into the second half of the year? Well, well, the PMIs for the first half of the year are painting a picture of an economy that's grown very, very strongly. And that is consistent with uh, other data we're seeing, such as on the public finances, you know, very rapid growth in uh, tax receipts. Uh, we had the labour force survey for the first quarter published last week by the CSO. That sh- showed employment in Ireland was seven percent in, uh, in quarter one this year was seven percent above its pre-COVID levels. I mean that, that's a remarkable performance given all the economy has been through in the last couple of years, and that's a standout performance relative to elsewhere. I mean other economies are struggling to get employment back to pre-COVID levels. That is not the case in Ireland. So we have, I think, a very strong export sector very strong inflows of FDI, and then a lot of pent-up demand here. I mean, the, the lockdowns were fairly severe in Ireland, but the government also offered a lot of support in terms of uh, supports for households, supports for businesses. So as we came out of, the, out of the lockdown, you know, the domestic economy was in good shape, and that's translated into a very strong performance over the first half of the year. Now, I think that will continue in the second half of the year. There's a lot of pent-up demand there. For example, household savings remain very, very high. Uh, we're going to listen every week the amount of new job announcements on the FDI sector but we've got to bear in mind that uh, the external environment is deteriorating you know high inflation rising rates concerns around the economic outlook are resulting in a deceleration in activity in the global economy so that will eventually impact us but I think I'm fairly confident that certainly over the balance of this year uh, you know the Irish economy will continue to perform strongly and um Looking out over the next couple of years, uh, you know the underlying strengths of the economy here are strong in terms of very low levels of private sector debt. Uh, you know the government finances heading into surplus, high levels of personal savings, 
strong inflows of foreign direct investment. So growth will slow, you know, uh, but I think we will see the Irish economy outperform over the next couple of years uh, in the context of slower growth in the world economy. Okay, Ali, we'll leave it there. Thank you as always for your insights and thanks to our customers for listening in. To stay up to date with financial markets, please press the subscribe button to AB Market Talk wherever you source your podcasts. Talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.